Welcome to the DermVet Podcast. I'm Dr. Ashley Bourgeois, a board-certified veterinary dermatologist practicing in Portland, Oregon with animal dermatology clinics. I'm also a mom of two, just trying to find the balance like everyone else. Let's learn to ditch the itch, cytology, everything, and make derm more fun than frustrating. We often think of things like pruritus with dogs that have atopic or allergic dermatitis. But what about other factors like inflammation and skin barrier dysfunction? Today I welcome Dr. Valerie Fadok, a senior veterinary dermatologist with Zoetis. She talks to me about the importance of recognizing these other issues that allergic dogs have and how therapies like Apical and Cytopoint actually can help reduce inflammation. I look up to Dr. Fadok a lot and she has a wealth of knowledge on this subject and I really hope you enjoy our discussion. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of the DermVet podcast. I am very excited to have someone that I look up a lot to in the dermatology field, and that is Dr. Valerie Fadok. She is a senior veterinary dermatologist with Zoetis Pet Care, and I'm just very excited to get your expertise on a very important topic. So Dr. Fadok, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled. Oh, you're such a positive light in our field. So I'm very excited. And what a lot of people may not know about you, except for us in the dermatology field, is you actually have a PhD and you are very well versed um, in inflammation and kind of this deeper dive into that. Can you tell me a little bit about your education with your PhD? Yes, I, you know, I got so frustrated treating um, uh, itchy, uh, uh, inflamed patients. When I was in practice, I had a naive idea that if I went to graduate school, I would solve the problem of inflammation. And obviously that was naive, but what I learned is how complicated inflammation is. And so there are definitely things that, you know, that we can learn from the basic sciences that we apply into clinical medicine. So it was an exciting time for me. And I I really appreciate that I had that opportunity. That's so cool. It's, it's so true. And I think we can all say even in the last, what, 10 years, we've learned so much about different mechanisms and um, different ways that these common diseases work. And a lot of what we used to think was the case as far as how, um, the inflammation and some of these mediators really cause problems. We're shifting our mindset a bit. So I think this is a fantastic topic for us to dive into. And so we have come that long way and we really can manage allergic skin diseases in dogs a bit better than we used to be able to. So what do you think ultimately has contributed to this progress? I think it's exactly what you said that because of at least a decade and a half to two decades of, um, basic science research, we understand allergic skin disease so much better. And that provides the mechanism for developing better therapeutics. So, you know, com- uh, compared to when, when I was a resident and a young faculty member, we have so much more to offer our patients now than we ever did. We know that there are these type two cytokines. Everyone has heard a lot about IL-4 and 
IL-13 and IL-31, that's kind of our uh, a big triad, but also other cytokines like IL-2 um, and IL-6 contribute to mediating allergic pruritus and inflammation. The cool thing about this is that they mediate their activity through a signaling molecule, an enzyme called Janus kinase 1. And because these cytokines appear early in the um, allergic inflammation cascade, if we can block them, we can prevent some of that downstream inflammation that occurs from other mediators. Yeah, I think something really important is cytokines, 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 like how important cytokines are. And like you said, there's lots and exciting to think about what we'll even know, you know, in the future, like it's always changing and we're always learning so much information. So the more we have actually learned about allergic dermatitis in dogs, we don't really rely on histamine as a main factor, right? Like we used to kind of think about that, like it's histamine driven and, you know, we could treat them with things like antihistamines to really reduce their pruritus quickly, but we really need to educate our clients and ourselves that environmental allergies, they're different in dogs compared to what we as humans experience. So we need to focus on treating these patients with the knowledge base that we have gained through all of this really amazing research. So you know, antihistamines are not really going to be that beneficial for dogs, especially when we're talking about acute flares of allergic or atopic dermatitis. Like we need to provide comfort with efficacious medications that is going to provide a sense of relief. So several years ago, and I just, I remember when all this is coming out, you know, I, I was a little young, like derm, you know, derm resident and all the rage about, you know, interleukin 31 came out. We know it's a major cause of itch. So what do we know about other roles that IL-31 has? You know, since we've discovered, I say we as the general scientific community, but also our fabulous research and development folks at Zoetis, when we first learned about IL-31, it was so exciting. And we focused on its role in uh, paritis. But now we're learning that this cytokine is even more interesting than we thought. So what We don't have this data yet for dogs, but what we know in humans and mice, at least in vitro, is that when you add IL-31 to type two lymphocytes, that we will actually stimulate the production of a pro-inflammatory cytokines. And so, you know, like the other Janus kinase one Uh, cytokines we mentioned, IL-4 and IL-13. IL-31 is also very important in the skin barrier. And we know that uh, most atopic dogs, if they don't have a genetic skin barrier defect, at least they have a functional one. So uh, um, elevated levels of IL-4, IL-13, and IL-31 appear to drive these skin barrier defects, and that allows the whole cycle to carry on. So blocking IL-31 can have some amazing effects. Well, and that's really important because when we always throw around the term multimodal, like we all say it as dermatologists, right? The multimodal approach to managing atopic dermatitis. I mean, I lecture on that all the time because we know there are other things involved besides paritis. Like we know there's that inflammation that happens. Um, there's secondary infections that we have to manage in these cases. Um, there's epidermal barrier defects, like you mentioned. And so what's really important is that we recognize paritis itch is not the whole story, 
there's other things that we have to manage if we want to successfully keep these pets comfortable, you know, throughout their life of having this chronic disease process that we are going to have to have a hold of. Um, so these dogs, they're itchy, they're inflamed, but they also have those epidermal barrier defects. So I love that you mentioned that because that's really important to recognize. Mm-hmm. We ask our owners to do a lot with allergic cases. So to have certain therapies that may help us in multiple levels of what we're managing is, is really important. So by controlling the cytokines, we're hopefully going to contribute to successfully managing all of those issues and less frustrating things are going to happen. You know, pyoderma, otitis, what I always tell owners is those are some of the most difficult, frustrating things that we manage are those secondary things. So if we can have those happen less often, if we can educate our clients, everyone's happy. (laughs) I'm happy as the dermatologist, the owner is happy. And most importantly, that pet has a better quality of life and is happy. Um, but I do like, I get really passionate about this topic and I go to different events and, um, you know, lecture and try to educate about canine allergic dermatitis. And I've actually heard this a lot and I would really love to get your opinion or thought on this. So I have been asked a lot about the fact that Apoquil is really helpful with allergic paritis, but there's this thought that it doesn't really do much for inflammation. And you kind of already alluded a little bit that that's not the case. Um, but what information do we actually have if we look at Apoquil's role in controlling inflammation due to allergic and atopic dermatitis? I think, you know, we have um, a good body of data to suggest that we can control inflammation with Apoquel. You know, we talked about how Apoquel is Janus kinase selective, and those cytokines that induce itch also induce allergic inflammation. So there's some really good studies that show the impact of Apoquel on allergic inflammation. Um, one of them was done in Australia, and it was done by um, Dr. Uh, Kadeen and, and, and their colleagues. They looked at the impact of Apoquel compared directly to prednisolone in dogs with allergic dermatitis. And this was a 28-day study, but they showed that there was no difference in the response rate um, to Apoquel for, for uh, allergic paritis as there was for um, prednisolone. That's pretty impressive. But more importantly, the veterinarians that participated in this study also looked at an inflammation scoring system. Now it's a a, a bit of a simpler inflammation scoring system than, you know, our big um, uh, dermatology Cadizi, but it's quite effective. And what they showed is that there was no significant difference between Apoquel or prednisolone in reducing the inflammation associated with these different allergic dermatitis. So I, I think this is very, very exciting information. Now, in another study that was done um, uh, more in, in atopic dermatitis, looking, you know, looking at using Apoquel um, a little bit longer term, they compared um, Apoquel to cyclosporin. Now, cyclosporin has been our go-to for some time. And, you know, as our first targeted medication, there's, you know, there's no doubt that it made an impact. But the cool thing was, of course, we would expect Apoquel to work faster in reducing allergic paritis. um, uh, And that's what was observed. But the cool thing was Apoquel also reduced the inflammation in these dogs comparable to cyclosporin. So um, I think that's very, very helpful to us when we're talking about um, 
the role of apoquel in reducing allergic inflammation. Now, in that last study, the cyclosporin study, they, they used what we call our CADESI, the Canine Atopic Dermatitis Extent and Severity Index. It's not something anybody would want to do in practice because I found it took me about 20 minutes a dog, but it is very reliable. And so both these studies, the shorter one and the longer one, show that Apoquil does have a good impact on this inflammation we're seeing. Well, and that's, I think, just kind of talking about those studies and what they compared it to. So, you know, we think of anti-inflammatory medications. I mean, steroids and cyclosporin are going to be some of the main ones we think of that we know traditionally are very good at reducing inflammation. So then when you can compare a medication like Apoquil and it's, uh, you know, as effective as these at reducing that inflammation, it's really nice to have the clinical uh, or the backup as far as scientific studies to what we experience clinically. We have lots of dogs who do extremely well if they're really inflamed erythematous when they go on a medication like Apoquil. And allergic inflammation is really problematic. As we talked about, we use a, yeah, we use that multimodal approach for a reason. There's multiple layers of things that we are dealing with in allergies, which, you know, does make it really, really frustrating. Um, and I, I agree with you about Cadizzi. I have been involved in some studies and they are (laughs) time consuming. Um, but they very are inclusive of what we would look at as far as that dog. So we're looking at clinical things like erythema, like henification. So if we are able to collectively look at all of these clinical signs, we know are signs of inflammation happening and we're seeing reductions in those scores that's telling us inflammation is reducing. So that's really good. Um, and like you kind of mentioned, we're focusing on inflammation specifically that is related to allergic and atopic dermatitis, since this is what we're using Epiquil for. So that ability to reduce allergic inflammation in a more targeted sense, again, comparing to drugs, to therapies, we know are very good at reducing inflammation, but in a more targeted way, what's important about that is we are going to reduce some of those side effects that are really bothersome for the pet and the owner. You know, we know steroids are effective, but when you have to warn that they might urinate and drink a lot of water and pant and act super hungry, you know, those are things that really affect the quality of life of an owner and for that pet. So it's really nice to know, you know, that we have Apoquil as a medication that comparatively does reduce inflammation in those cases. Um, and so I do understand. So you talked about reducing cytokines like interleukin 31, but also there's other things as well, interleukin two, four, six, and 13, but let's shift a little bit and talk about cytopoint, um, and what its efficacy is against inflammation due to allergic and atopic dermatitis, because it specifically neutralizes IL 31. So can you tell me a little bit about that? First, I just wanted to say how excited I am that we have Cytopoint because it's the first widely used monoclonal um, antibody in our profession. I used a lot of monoclonals and even made some when I was in my research career, but I never thought we would have a therapeutic in veterinary medicine in my lifetime. So a great question about inflammation. Um, When Cytopoint was being developed for approval. The studies uh, that were done compared the efficacy of Cytopoint to uh, a placebo. And what they found uh, is that Cytopoint did have a robust effect on allergic pruritus, but it also decreased inflammation in the skin associated with atopic dermatitis. And this was measured by Cadizzi. 
Now, the real proof of the pudding, though, is that when um, is when we utilize uh, uh, a study where we compare Cytopoint to uh, a well-used and long-used medication like cyclosporine. So this study was done in Europe and they used the European dose of a milligram per kilogram once a month in atopic dogs. And they compared cytopoint to cyclosporine for controlling allergic pruritus and inflammation associated with atopic dermatitis. This was a three month study. Both medications provided significant reduction in allergic pruritus. But what I found fascinating is the reduction in the Cadizi scores. This is a measure of inflammation in the skin, and the reduction was similar for both cytopoint and cyclosporin. These dogs had close to a 60% decrease uh, in inflammation in the skin compared to when they started. A more Thanks. recent study using Cytopoint compared to saline uh, in dogs with allergic dermatitis of any kind, corroborated the reduction in pruritus and inflammation associated with these allergic dermatitis patients. That's so great. It's, I think it's really important as we talk about all the aspects that really affect the management of allergic dogs, that we have these supportive scientific studies that really show us the usefulness of therapies like apicone cytopoint. And as we've kind of talked about this whole episode, not just with allergic pruritus, but reducing inflammation due to allergic and atopic dermatitis as well, and how important of a role that plays. I just really appreciate getting your opinion as an expert. And I just also really love that you dived into the literature and gave support about allergic inflammation and how these therapies can really be successful at managing that. So thank you so much for giving up your time to be on the DermVet podcast, Dr. Fadok. Thank you for having me and thank you for what you're doing for our profession. Oh, thanks. Well, that was just such an interesting discussion about inflammation and how the therapies like Apicol and Cytopoint can really help provide relief with pruritus, but also help to reduce inflammation. I want to thank Dr. Fadok for being on and really giving us so many studies and things to think about in the management of these dogs. As we discussed, multimodal therapy includes recognizing other things besides pruritus, including inflammation and recognizing the skin barrier. And these therapies, the studies have showed, have helped to control that. So it was an amazing discussion and I really hope you guys enjoyed my talk with Dr. Fadok. This podcast was sponsored by Zoetis, the makers of treatments including Apoquil, Oclocitinib Tablet, and Cytopoint. Zoetis is dedicated to changing the way we approach canine paritis to protect the bonds between the pet, the owner, and the veterinary team. Visit scienceofstrongerbonds.com for more information. Some important safety information regarding Apoquil. Do not use Apoquil in dogs less than 12 months of age or those with serious infections. Apoquil may increase the chances of developing serious infections and may cause existing parasitic skin infestations or pre-existing cancers to get worse. Consider the risk and benefit of treatment in dogs with a history of recurrence of these conditions. New neoplastic conditions, benign and malignant, were observed in clinical studies in post-approval. 
Apical has not been tested in dogs receiving some medications, including some commonly used to treat skin and conditions, such as corticosteroids and cyclosporin. Do not use in breeding pregnant or lactating dogs. Most common side effects are vomiting and diarrhea. Apical has been used safely with many common medications, including parasiticides, antibiotics, and vaccines. For more information, please see the full prescribing information at apical.com. Indications for the use of Apoquil would be control of pruritus associated with allergic dermatitis and control of atopic dermatitis in dogs at least 12 months of age. Cytopoint has been shown to be effective for the treatment of dogs against allergic dermatitis and atopic dermatitis.